When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Sooner or later, when you least expect it, there comes a point of no return, a dead end from which there seems no escape, a moment in time, a moment of crisis. One time or another in every man's life, he's entitled to own one really good suit of clothes. Something tailored just for him, and manufactured by hand, with the skill of a master tailor. In tonight's story, Lou Green, a most deserving man, finally gets his suit. An ultimate suit, made precisely to his measure, designed to make a new man of him. The tailoring is outstanding. The fit is exceptional. In fact, the suit is truly a one-of-a-kind garment. There's just one trouble, which we'll get to in the telling of tonight's tale of suspense, which we call A Good Suit of Clothes. And we'll have Act One in just a minute. The noon hour in New York City, and Lou Green is on his way to keep a luncheon date with an old friend and customer, Horowitz, the tailor. Lou, Lou, over here, Lou. Oh, yeah, yeah, I see you. Excuse me. Pardon me. Hello, Jules. I'm, I'm late. No, no, no. Hang up the cards and sit down. I don't think I'll hang it up. Probably get stolen. Now, this... Take it off and put it here in the booth beside me. Fold it, fold it. Forgive me, I'm an old man. Ah, there, there. Well, well, you're looking good, too. How have you been? <laughs> Don't kid around. I have a terminal disease. Old age. <laughs> you're crazy. How's business? It's been all right. With me, it's crazy. Can't get what the buyers want. When I get it, they don't want it. Hey, you want the corn and beef? What else? Two corn beef. And a side of potato salad. Uh, just one. I can have it. So, what's on your mind, Jules? I'll tell you the truth. You are. Me? Well, that's good. And not as an important. Not for business. Just you as a man. As a friend. Okay. That's very nice of you. Every now and then I say to myself, Horvitz, one of these days it's going to be too late to do the things you mean to do. So little by little, I'm trying to get them done. 
And you are on the list. Very high on the list. Well, I'm flattered, too. How long have I been buying my suitings from you? Hmm, must be 15 years. You remember something? The first order I gave you, you ordered a suit for me. You remember that? Of course I remember. You remember the suit? Wasn't it something in Gabardine? Brown. It's very narrow lapels. Rolled like the Italian stuff. <laughs> what a man. How can you remember that far back? I can remember what I had for lunch on Armstrong's Day in 1918. But I forget the headlines on yesterday's paper. Old age, Lou, old age. Come on, boy, chick. What's with all this old age? How many suits you bought for me? How many? How should I know? I didn't buy a suit from anyone else for 15 years. Forty-five suits, Lou. Three per year, as regular as clockwork. Yeah, I guess that'd be right. Yeah, spring, summer, fall. You keep records, right? No, because our businessmen keep books. Sure, I keep records. But that doesn't matter. What matters is I'm going to retire, Lou. Retire? I'm 78 years old. I'm entitled to. Well, I, I don't know whether to laugh or cry. I mean, it's great you're going to have some time to yourself, but... Uh... Well, who's going to make your suits for you? Yeah, what do you want me to go naked? That's the style these days. So what are you going to do? Go to Europe for a while. Then I don't know. Europe? You've been there. I've never been since my family came here when I was 16 years old. Well, you can't count my business trips. When I go, it's business. I jet over, I jet back. I live on sleeping pills, pep pills. I don't even take a camera. Listen, I don't know where I've been till the American Express sends me my bill. That's why I worry about you. Here I am, an old man, 78 years old. Let me ask you something. Men to men, Luke. What are you getting out of life? How do you mean? Life. What does it mean to you? I still don't get you. Look, you're 25 years younger than I am. Now take it from me. You've got to figure out what you want out of life. What do you want, Lou? To work, 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 derive yourself all the time? Yeah, it's, it's a rat race. Or do you want to sit back and enjoy it a little, like I'm going to do? I tell you, I envy you. Then quit it. Quit it? Quit the business? How do you quit? You quit! Oh, I can't quit now. Lou, I'll tell you the truth. You know I keep all my customers' measurements on file. Yeah? In 15 years... You've gone from a size 44 to a size 42. Your waist went from 36 to 30. The changes I mentioned all began in the year 1970. What happened to you in 1970? Happened to me? Nothing happened. Wait. 1970 was when my wife, Fanna, died. And also the year you married Lena. Right. And she changed you. What do you mean, change? I'm going to say to you, Lou, you are not a happy man. What makes you say that? Am I wrong? Jules, Anna was a, a different kind of woman. She always had dinner waiting for me. She, she managed the house. She saved. There's no two women alike, you know. Look, don't say anymore. I just want you to know that someone notices when you change. And... Well, the last suit of clothes I'm going to make will be for you. Oh, that's very nice of you, too. Really? In all the years you've had me make your suits, you've always had me make them to a price, right? 
so I'm not the kind of fellow who wears expensive suits. Or drives a nice car. Or lets himself go to Europe to play instead of work. Where is all the money you've been making since 1970? I'll tell you where it is. It was college for your daughter, and dental school for your son. It was helping Anna's relatives. Now it's buying Lena everything in town that you want. All right, all right, all right. I, I get your point. No, you don't, Lou. For the first time in your life, you are going to have a good suit of clothes. I mean a really good suit of clothes. The best suit of clothes that two hands can make. I'm a tailor for 60 years, and I'm good. And I'm going to make for you the best suit of clothes in New York. Lena, I'm home. Where are you? Yeah. Yeah, Lena. Oh, yeah, yes, Cynthia. Well, I would have right. told him to get bored. I didn't know you were on the phone. Oh, uh, just a minute, Cynthia. What did you say, I Lou? I said I didn't know you were on the phone. Oh. Oh, nothing, Cynthia. Lou just came home. Well, listen, babe, I'm telling you, you only live once, so if the big jerk wants to play it that way, take a fast trip to Reno. Well, yeah, of course you would. The paper comes? Hey, listen, you got a right to live a life of your own, Cynthia. Tonight's paper, honey? Just a minute, Cynthia. What is it, Lou? Can't you see I'm on the phone? I just wondered where tonight's paper might be. Well, how should I know? Look at the bedroom. I think I had it there. Well, anyway, Cynthia, you know, don't, don't let him push you around. Well, why do you think they invented women's lib anyway? Yes, so I'll talk to you later. Call me, okay? It's so long. How are you? I had a migraine all day, so there's nothing ready for dinner. No, that's all right. We could have supper out in. What do you want to eat? I don't know. I'm not really hungry. What did you have for lunch? Well, just a corned beef and some potato salad. And a soft drink. Well, you probably got gas. Potato salad and a soft drink. You know what that can do. I haven't got gas. I'm just not very hungry. What do you want? Where did you go to eat? A delicatessen. With Jules Horowitz. How about that? <laughs> Must have been a thousand laughs. You know what? He's going to retire. Well, he's only 110. 78. And, and he's going to Europe. So? You know what he said to me? He wants to make me a suit. Won't tell me what kind or anything. Just says it'll be the best suit in New York. Ha! Ah, oh, he's a sweet old guy. Yeah, Chinese food. I think, yeah, yeah that's what I want. Chinese food. <laughs> Are you sure you can take the time to do all these fittings? Just stand still. This is going to be the most perfect fitting you've ever had. A raised 29. Have you eaten today? Just coffee. 29 and 3 eighths. 29 and 3 eighths? Who's measuring, you or me? If I want to make you raise 29 and 3 eighths instead of 29, it's my business, right? What's this suit going to be made of, Horowitz? Solid gold thread? What's it costing you, huh? What do you care? I just wondered. I... Stand still now. Just stand natural. That's it. What gave you the idea of giving me a suit? There comes a time in every man's life when he should be able to enjoy a little luxury. For some men, it's a Cadillac. For some, it's a classy blonde. For a man in the textile business, it should be a suit of clothes. And what I said this is going to be. I told Lena you were going to do this. What did you tell her? That you were going to make me the finest suit of clothes in New York. And what did she say? Well, she, uh, she said how grateful she is to you and how happy she is for me. Mm-hmm. What, another fitting? I'm sorry, Lena. At 8.30 at night? What is this, Horowitz? Some kind of crazy person? 
Doesn't he get enough work eight hours a day? Well, he does a lot of work at his home. They, they all used to do it, the old guard. Sells in the daytime, sews in the nighttime. Except we were out of the dark ages. Well, let me go anyway. You know he's giving me the suit. Yeah, ask him if he knows anyone at Bond with Teller who'll give me some free clothes. Oh, hello, hello. Come in, Lou. So, this is where you live. For the past 30 years. Same apartment. You like a little kosher wine? I don't mind. Oh, wait a minute. I, I got a little stomach trouble. But an ulcer? I don't know. I don't think so. You don't think so? You haven't been to a doctor? When do I have time to go to a doctor? Here, this couldn't hurt you, a little sweet wine. Well, Lachaim, a little. Lachaim. Now, about the city. Now, so what happened? You lost the measurement. Lost the measurement? I'm a professional, 60 years, and he thinks I lost the measurement. Sit down. Sit down. I happen to have some uh, travel folders here from the travel agency. You'd like to take a look at it, Lou? Sure. Oh, boy. Are you going to have a time? Saint-Tropez? And here, you see, is Switzerland, Italy, the Netherlands. And uh, Israel, maybe. Oh, I envy you, Horowitz. Lou, come with me. What? I'm an old man. Anything can happen. I need someone to travel with me. And you need to live a little. Now, wouldn't that be something? I mean it, Lou. Oh, Jules, you're about the finest friend a man can have. There's no way I could get, get away for such a thing. There's Lena. Forget about Lena for a while. Here, have another glass of wine. No, not not for me. You didn't like it? Well, it's just I... Your stomach acting up? No, no. In fact, my, my stomach never felt better. No? Actually, if Lena should smell wine on my breath... She thinks you were out with another woman, perhaps. Here, Lachayim. Lachayim. Hadn't we better get to the fittings? You know what the kids would say about you? You're an old fuddy-duddy, my friend. Oh, I got news. They already think that about me. My own kids. Judy, she couldn't get enough money from me when she was in college. And then I found out she's got a boyfriend she's spending it on. I, I don't want to talk about it. And the boy, the dentist? Oh, I, I don't begrudge them anything. Stanley, he's just starting his practice in St. Paul. I guess he couldn't borrow from anyone else to get the equipment. I mean, what's a father for? An old blue green. Whatever became of old blue green? Just finish the suit, Horowitz. Yeah, yeah. I finish the suit. Tomorrow, I'll bring you by your place. Morning in the suburbs. Ah. Beautiful house. It must be worth sixty or seventy thousand. Yes. Mrs. Green, have I the right place? This is the residence of Lou Green? Yes. Uh, Mrs. Green, this is Horvitz, the tailor. We met a long time back, you remember? Oh, Mr. Horvitz. 
What's the trouble? Lou is dead. Lou is what? No. When? Sometime in the night. I, I went to wake him up this morning and he... Oh, my God, Mr. Howitz. He's lying in the bedroom dead. What will I do? Please. May I suggest you let me in, please? Show me where he is. Now, see what will be done. I can't believe it. Oh, yes. I don't know what to do. Well, it's understandable. Which way, please? Up the stairs. Have you called a doctor? No. All right. We can do that. Which room, please? It's the left at the top of the stairs. Do you mind if I don't... I understand. I understand. Way down there. I'll just have a look. Mrs. Green, could I call you Lena? Please, please do. Lena, I know you don't share Lou's faith. I'm sorry. That's all right. But Lou was unaffiliated. He didn't belong to any synagogue. What I'm trying to tell you is, this is Friday morning. Yes. You surely know that our Sabbath begins tonight. Oh, yes, yes, that's right. What I'm saying is, we have to bury Lou before sundown. Oh, but that's so slow. If you permit me, I know about those things. It's a little irregular. But if you let me handle everything... Oh, Mr. Horowitz, how can I ever thank you? For an old friend, it's the least I can do. I'll take care of everything. Don't you worry. Oh, what about the lovely new suit you made for him? Well, we wouldn't normally do it. But somehow, think he would like to be buried in it. After all, who else would wear it? I made it just for him. The conclusion of A Good Suit of Clothes, right after this message. It's late afternoon at the cemetery. After a feverish day of making arrangements... Jules Horowitz, the funeral director, the pallbearers, and Mrs. Lena Green make their solemn way to a freshly dug grave. In a traditional wooden coffin dressed in his new suit lies the earthly remains of Lou Green. All right, gentlemen. Mr. Penza, thank you. I'll say a few words here for my friend, if you will permit me. Mrs. Green? Yes, please do. Oh, God, what we do here this afternoon is done out of respect for a life of dedication, hardship, and self-denial. It is in your hands how good friend Lou Green fares from this point on. But do not overlook those of us whom he now leaves behind. Let his friend Horowitz find comfort in knowing such a good man for 15 years. And let his good wife, <coughs> his good second wife, Lena, pick up the broken pieces of her life and go on. 
in the mystery of thy way, O God, we stand in awe. Amen. Now each one of us will turn a shovel of earth unto the coffin. Mr. Penza, would you take Mrs. Green back into the limousine and let me spend a few minutes out here alone with my old friend? Thank you. I knew you'd understand. Goodbye, Lena. I'll see you soon. Goodbye, Mr. Horowitz. I can never thank you enough. <laughs> All right, Lou. I'm brushing off the dirt. Come on, push, Lou. Push. <laughs> Are you all right? <laughs> all right. He's drunk on the oxygen from those flats. I saw it in his suit. Come on, my friend. Freedom awaits. The plane leaves at 8.15. We have just enough time to drop by my shop and exchange that miserable suit with the built-in oxygen flask for a whole new wardrobe on the house. Oh, boy, what? <laughs> what was in that wine? What do you think? What did we drink to, huh? L'chaim. L'chaim. To life. To life. To life. Our thanks to Albert Youngman, who played Horowitz, and to Gene Keen as Lou Green. Pat French was Lena the White. Technical assistance by Esther Druxman, Leo Levine, and Mr. Youngman. A Good Suit of Clothes was written and directed for Crisis by yours truly, Jim French.